The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanGarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanGarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Bean Garter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is another hour on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests, Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. In a moment, more conversation on TCU and Michigan. A week from Saturday in Arizona, the winner will move on to L.A. for the college football national championship game against the winner of Georgia and Ohio State. And we are giving away another trip of a lifetime. This courtesy of Soren Eagle and the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan. One lucky listener is going to win airfare for two to the championship game in L.A., two tickets to the game, two nights accommodations, uh, meals, some meals included, transportation to and from the game. This is an unbelievable trip. And if Michigan would get upset by TCU in the semifinal, the alternate trip that person would win if Michigan doesn't go to the title game, is a trip for two to Augusta, Georgia, and Savannah to golf and spend a day at the Masters with the VIP treatment. Now, all you have to do is text CHAMPS, C-H-A-M-P-S, one word, to 21,000. That gives you a chance to win. 21 and up, text CHAMPS, C-H-A-M-P-S, to 21,000. Winner will be announced on January 2nd, uh, that afternoon, and somebody could win that trip of a lifetime. So if Michigan beats TCU a week from Saturday, you, if you're the winner, uh, whose name is drawn, you would win that trip for a two. A trip for a two uh, with an Italian accent. The trip for two, courtesy of Soren Eagle and the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan. So... Spread the word. Tell your Michigan friends uh, you have until January 2nd at noon to enter. Just text CHAMPS uh, to 21000. We'll talk more about Michigan TCU coming up uh, inside this hour on the huge show across Michigan. Uh, Also with the holiday week uh, coming up on Tuesday, uh, the huge show will be live statewide with the Ferris State University Alumni Association. Uh, They're entertaining alums and going to be watching Ferris and Michigan State Hockey Tuesday night, 7 p.m., Great Lakes Invitational. Uh, Four D1 programs from the state playing at Van Andel Arena 
in downtown Grand Rapids, Michigan Tech and Western Michigan University in the opener, followed by Ferris and Michigan State in the night game. A little after seven, first game, a little after three. Tickets available for the Great Lakes Invitational at Ticketmaster.com. The winners from Tuesday will play Wednesday night uh, for the Great Lakes Invitational Championship, and the two teams that lose will play for third place. So thank you to Jeremy Mishler and the Ferris State University Alumni Association uh, for bringing us in uh, for a night with the alumni and also Bob Daniels and Ferris State Hockey taking on Michigan State at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. That's Tuesday night a little after 7. First game will be Michigan Tech and Western Michigan University on Tuesday. And like I said, Winners play for the championship. Losers play for third place on Wednesday. Get your tickets right now at Ticketmaster.com. And also get your tickets at the Van Andel Arena box office. It is the Great Lakes Invitational. And the huge show will be there Tuesday at 3 with the Ferris State University Alumni Association. Joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com checks in as we look ahead to TCU in Michigan on New Year's Eve, a little after 4 p.m. in the desert, Scottsdale, Arizona, home of the Arizona Cardinals, State Farm Stadium, uh, where they'll play. Michigan on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board, nine and a half point favorite. The line really hasn't changed too much. I saw it drop to nine, eight and a half, then bounce back up. Uh, money seems to be going on TCU when they look at teams uh, getting to the Final Four. So, Clayton, uh, if you're walking into a sports book or if you're on the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, when you look at, we'll go with Michigan minus nine points. Is that a smart bet? Man, it's really tough. I always say this, but Vegas seems to get it right. I, I will say, like, I, I do think Michigan is the better team. I think Michigan matches up really well here. I think Michigan's, you know, physical nature, the way they play, is going to be an issue for TCU. But at the same time, if the game's close, TCU has done a really good job this year. They haven't lost in regulation. They lost the one game in overtime to Kansas State. So if it is semi-close, I, I trust that TCU will keep it that way throughout the game and, and make some plays at the end. Max Duggan at quarterback is really good at that. Um, so it's tough. I, I think I would probably take Michigan here. Um, you know, I, I just do think that they're going to kind of wear them down, and we'll see that same script throughout that we've seen throughout the season with the second-half dominance and, and all of that. Um, but, man, if it's close, you know, that Max Duggan has made some really, really awesome drives and plays throughout the season that have been – it really got them to this point. So uh, they're a formidable opponent, and uh, it should be it should be a fun one on New Year's Eve. Clayton Savey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across uh, Michigan. Uh, for Michigan, what would a loss do? Okay, because last year they, you know, same path, uh, except they won at Ohio State this year, and they uh, hammered Purdue in the second half, a similar season outside of that win uh, at Ohio State, and last year they were embarrassed and just manhandled by Georgia. What would an exit to TCU do to this magical year? It would be really a really disappointing finish, um, you know. And I think people kind of expect at this point to be in the national championship game. You're not overlooking TCU by any means because it's the college football playoff. Any team can win, certainly, and, and they're one of the best four teams in the country. But 
Uh, I do think that there's kind of a sense from the Michigan fan base that they'll likely be playing for a national championship. Um, so it would be a really disappointing finish. I do think a couple weeks later, you know, if they do lose that game and you start looking back at the season, I think people will be pretty pleased with what happened. I mean, the goal really is to beat Ohio State, win the Big Ten. Those are the first couple goals. And then the national championship, you know, you got to catch lightning in a bottle uh, a little bit, and it would have been tough anyway in the national title game. But there's no question it would be a big disappointment because I think Michigan sees the matchup it got and really likes it a lot more than last year's matchup with Georgia in this game, the 2-3 game. Uh, you know, you feel like it's much more winnable. Of course, they were underdogs in that game, despite being the higher seed a year ago to the Bulldogs. And, of course, they ended up winning the national championship. Um, it'd be a really disappointing end because I think Michigan feels at this point they have a legitimate shot. And you can't say that very often. I mean, the last time they went into the postseason with the chance to win the national title was 97, uh, I believe. So, um, yeah, you, when you get here, you kind of want to finish the deal. It's like what John Beeline used to say about when you get to the Elite Eight or, or a Final Four, man, you, know, you might as well just do it because you don't know when you're going to get back. Think about this, uh, what Harbaugh has done the last two years, Clayton, and Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Huled Show across Michigan, that if they can beat TCU and they can knock off Georgia with a payback W, where that would put Michigan football moving forward with a team that should be preseason number one in America next fall. Yeah, I wrote this for our upcoming magazine doing a bold prediction that I think Michigan's going to be, regardless of what happens in this playoff, preseason number two or preseason number one with everything that they have returning. Of course, there's some NFL decisions to come, but you really like the makeup of this team. They've already gotten Mike Sainer still. He's announced he's coming back. Uh, and a bunch of other guys have eligibility remaining that we expect to be back here. Um, but you're right. It, it is amazing the turnaround. And really, you can't talk about it enough. I know it's something we've been speaking about for the last two years. But, man, where this program was at in 2020 compared to where it is now. And I was listening to Joel Klatt, the Fox analyst, talking on a podcast the other day. And he was just saying that, really, the last two seasons, Michigan's been the number two team in the country they have the second best record georgia of course has been really the best and most consistent but those are the two teams that have been the one constant in the playoff over the last two years they have the best record they're winning the two top conferences in the country and you know now michigan is kind of expecting to be at this point you would think going forward with what they should have returning i was looking at the college football playoff rankings uh, the other day the top seven teams in the country six out of the seven will probably have their quarterback departing uh, the one that will have a returning quarterback will be Michigan with J.J. McCarthy, and I expect him to take a huge leap next season. So there's a lot of room for optimism if you're Michigan, uh, you know, going forward. But again, now that you're in this playoff this year, you want to you wanna finish the deal, at least get to that Monday night, give yourself a chance. Because, again, you, you know that there's so much returning and there's you know a reason to be really pleased with the direction of the program, but you truly never know. When you'll get back, you know, it's still going to be really tough every year, especially when you have to go against a team that has, is as talented as Ohio State and, and try to win the Big Ten. Uh, and the Big Ten is going to be tougher with USC and UCLA coming in. So you're here now. Take advantage of that. But also know that the future is extremely bright. Yeah, I do agree with you, Clayton, that Michigan will be preseason number one uh, 2023 going in to the start of college football. And J.J. McCarthy will be on the short list for the Heisman. That's a no-brainer. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you're already seeing the kind of plays he's making 
at the end of this season, six touchdowns in the last two games, which, by the way, happen to be the two most important games of the season, six passing touchdowns, that is, one rushing, the huge one on third down at the goal line against Ohio State. So he is really starting to come into his own. And, you know, with Blake Corum down, they've, they've asked a little bit more of him, and he's delivered. Um, and I think he's only going to get better. We have to remember this kid didn't have a healthy, full offseason. Missed spring ball, wasn't even 100% till August, uh, and then went into fall camp and didn't even have the starting job until game two. So, you know, it's going to be his team going into next year. He's going to have all the confidence in the world as an upperclassman. And really huge, too, looking at the rest of the roster, uh, the guys that have stepped up in the last two games, or really last three games, think of it, it's a lot of freshmen and sophomores. Will Johnson on defense at the two picks in the Big Ten Championship. Donovan Edwards has been massive with Blake Corum out at the running back spot. Colston Loveland. At tight end, you're seeing Mason Graham on the defensive line. All sorts of young guys stepping up that are only going to be a year better next year, too. But that's all led by J.J. McCarthy. And you're right. I think he probably will be right up there in that Heisman conversation to start the year and potentially to end the year. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com talking Michigan football uh, on the Meyer guest line. So in terms of returnees next year, and obviously McCarthy, Donovan Edwards, uh, lead that list. Who's coming back? Who's going? And also, who's enrolling early uh, as Michigan is preparing for uh, the college football playoff and also uh, the national championship game if they get the SoFi in L.A.? How many recruits will be enrolling early who could be impact players from game one next fall? Yeah, so starting there, uh, looks like there'll be about nine or ten that will enroll early, and Michigan could land a few. And, and of course, there's always some of those signing day disp- uh, surprises as well. Uh, I know they're working on you know flipping one elite recruit from from a rival team, actually Notre Dame, and uh, you know don't want to give away too much there because it's not my scoop. But uh, there's always those surprises. I guess is my point as well. Um, you know, it's not a great class for Michigan. That right now they're ranked, uh, I think, 22nd in the national team recruiting rankings, but there are going to be nine or 10 that come in early and could potentially impact. Uh, I point to a couple local kids, Cole Cabana at the running back spot and Samaj Morgan at the wide receiver spot. I don't think they'll be featured prominently next season, but I think they could have some roles because both of those guys could be used in the slot out of the backfield as kind of offensive playmakers. Uh, and then, you know, there's a lot of guys that I think have some potential for the future, but um, speaking of NFL decisions, there are still some big ones to come. Blake Corum is the one that everybody's looking at. I don't expect him to return, but I do know that there's some optimism that there's a chance, and there are people working behind the scenes to make sure that if he does want to return, that he'd be taken care of with NIL and things like that. Um, offensive line, you're looking at Trevor Keegan at left guard, Zach Sinter at right guard. Those are two huge decisions. Uh not sure exactly which way they'll go at this point. Zach Zinter is projected a second, third round pick as an interior lineman. That's really tough to do. So he's got a lot of thinking to do. Uh, defensive side of the ball, I expect Mike Morris, who also could be the you know second, third type of pick from the edge spot to probably leave. But really beyond that, and I guess Mozzie Smith's at the nose tackle spot as well, uh, you know, as a senior. But beyond that, you're looking at a pretty nasty defense that's returning just about everybody and captained by. One of the better captains we've seen here in a while, Mike Sainer still, who's coming back for his fifth season. Uh, so there's talent all over the place. There's some good leadership as well. And they're bringing in, you know, not a great class, but a class that could have some guys that contribute down the road. And again, signing day, you never know. They're, they're working on flipping some guys that would make a little bit of 
make for a little bit of fireworks as well. And uh, that, that should be exciting. As we talk, it seems like every signing day now, the last couple, and there's always those one or two that, that everybody's excited about once it's all said and done. His name is Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. I had E.J. Holland, uh, the Wolverine.com recruiting insider, on prior to the Ohio State game, and he talked about the impact uh, of beating Ohio State, what it would have. We talked to him afterwards, and a ton of Ohio State and Michigan uh, targets were at that game. Now you take the Big Ten title, another one added, with another college football playoff. I know this recruiting class is down. Top 25 is down for Michigan, but next year's is pushing top five. Uh, what would be the impact for Michigan winning the next two games on recruits coming to Ann Arbor or maybe flipping? You'd have to think it's it's pretty good. Um, you know, it, it would be pretty good for Michigan. They're already looking at, you know, really kind of, uh, I know the momentum from last season didn't really totally pay off with the 2023 class, and I think NIL has something to do with it, but uh, you're right that you look at some of the early guys they have in 2024 and the potential for some more. Jaden Davis, uh, an elite four-star quarterback. Um, I think Michigan's the favorite at this point, but still kind of coming down to the wire there. He's going to decide soon. Uh, that would be huge to get a leader like him on board, a quarterback, and then let the rest of the guys follow. Kind of like you saw a couple years with J.J. McCarthy really leading that class and recruiting other guys to come play with him. So uh, I think it'd be huge. I mean, First of all, this whole month, you turn on ESPN and any sort of college football show, and I hate this in, in a way because I love all the bowl games, but really all anybody's talking about is the four college football playoff teams. Uh, so it's kind of a month-long infomercial for your team. If you win that game, then you get a few more days or really, what, nine days or so of, of PR heading into the national championship. And if you win that, it's all anyone's going to be talking about in the college football world for the next several months. We've seen Georgia capitalize on that this past season. So I think it'd be massive for momentum on the recruiting trail. And especially if they can, you know, even make some headway here before then, because again, Jaden Davis looks like he's going to decide soon. And, and that would be a big domino to fall. Clayton Safey joining us on the Meyer guest sign. Meyer proud to be longtime partners with the university of Michigan athletics. Clayton stick around. We'll do one more segment together. Talking about Michigan football as they prepare for TCU on New Year's Eve, little after 4 p.m. will be the kick out in Arizona. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. The 57th Annual GLI is back in tournament form and ready to rock Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids. Featuring the Michigan State Spartan. Goal for Michigan State. The Ferris State Bulldogs. The Bulldogs upset the number two ranked team. Western Michigan Broncos. By Poland with a shot, he scores. And Michigan Tech Huskies. The Huskies are going crazy. The Great Lakes Invitational at Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids, December 27th and 28th. College hockey at its best. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Huge here for the huge show that airs every weekday afternoon at 3, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. How would you like to win a trip of a lifetime from Soren Eagle and the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan? Well, you could be in L.A. to watch Michigan in the national championship game if they beat TCU. You need to enter now. If you're 21 and up, text the word CHAMPS, C-H-A-M-P-S, to 21000 for your chance to win. Get more for your money when you shop your holiday meal and more at Meyer. 
Find delicious Meyer Spiral Sliced Ham for just 89 cents per pound, limit two. And get 50% off the entire stock of holiday apparel for the family. And 50 to 60% off select outerwear for the family. Plus, get an additional 15% off your total toy department purchase with Emperks. Get more for your money and get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So it's that time of the year. We got the holiday season. You got the Pistons uh, winning some, losing some. It's time for you to get in on the action. New customers who use promo code HUGE after they download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. When you sign up, H-U-G-E, you'll then be able to bet just $5.00 pre-game money line on any NBA team to win their game and you'll get $150 in free bets if they do. Plus, everybody on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings same game parlay. So you can look at the Pistons, you can pick one player to do two, three, four, five, six different things, three players, the entire starting lineup. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to get in on the holiday hoops action. Sign up with code HUGE after you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Then place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win, and you'll get $150 in free bets if they do. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and only when you use code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Clayton Safey is standing by for the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders. You can follow everything Michigan football as they prepare for TCU on New Year's Eve in the college football playoff semifinals. Uh, Just go to the Wolverine.com. So when you look at this matchup with TCU, uh, what concerns you, Clayton? What makes you comfortable that Michigan advances and gets to the title game? Yeah, I think TCU's offense really would concern me if I'm Michigan. I know Michigan's done a really good job defensively all season. They they did it in the big game against Ohio State where really they limited Ohio State's passing attack, especially limiting big plays. Ohio State got a lot of yardage, but Michigan really uh, didn't allow any long touchdowns outside of the one to Marvin Harrison Jr., and you kept everything in front. You forced field goals. Um, they're going to have to do the same thing against TCU. Max Duggan is – you know, maybe not as good of a quarterback as C.J. Stroud, but he's as good or better as a deep thrower, and he has some really good targets to throw to, including a Blitnikoff finalist in Quentin Johnson, six foot four, 
so he's going to pose a, a big threat down the field. And, and they're balanced, too. I mean, everyone talks about Max Duggan, but Kendra Miller, their running back, is one of the best in the Big 12, and, and he's done a really good job. He was an all-Big 12 guy this year. So uh, I do think that offense, you know, man, they can put up points, and if they need a big drive at the end, you kind of trust TCU at this point to get it done, whether they need a field goal or a touchdown, because that's kind of been the magic they've played with all season long. Um, reason for optimism for Michigan is just the way they, they run the football, the way that offensive line explodes off the ball, and it will really kind of out-physical, uh, if you will, TCU that really hasn't played a team like Michigan to this point. I mean, Donovan Edwards isn't Blake Corum, but, uh, man, he has that breakaway speed, and once the offensive line wears the other team down, you've really seen that take over, especially in second half. So I think that's big. And then the emerging force that is J.J. McCarthy from the quarterback spot, uh, just the way he's extending plays, the way he's seeing the field better than he did earlier on in the season, and his accuracy starting to come back a little bit more after a little bit of a lull in the middle of the year. Um, so, yeah, I think both offenses should have some success. Uh, I don't know what the over-under is on the DraftKings Sportsbook, but uh, maybe hammer that because I think we're going to see some points. But uh, I do think Michigan overall it will kind of play with that same formula as we talked about earlier with the you know second half. You, you come out, even if it's a tight game early, and uh, you know they'll probably be able to impose their will and finish out uh, this game. But it's going to be uh, it's going to be a challenge still. Clayton Safey joining us here on the Huge Show uh, across Michigan. Interesting, you you bring up the DraftKings sportsbook at Big Board. Uh, they have the projected uh, championship game matchup. So they whether it's uh, Georgia TCU, TCU Ohio State, Michigan Georgia Ohio State. TCU, Ohio State, Michigan, right? Or, or yeah, and so they have all the matchups. I found this interesting, Clayton, that a, if it is Ohio State beating Georgia and Michigan beating TCU, they had the Buckeyes as a three-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board over Michigan. I saw that too. <laughs> I was looking the other Man. Day. I, how um, is it neutral? But you say neutral site. Michigan just waxed them in Columbus. I, I do not understand. Uh, the, the only thing I could say that they would look at is C.J. Stroud's an experienced veteran, and McCarthy in a big game is still a first-year starter. Yeah, but McCarthy was a first-year starter in a big game. I know. I, I don't know. How do you look at your your comparable game as Columbus, and they waxed them? And you're then going to make right. Ohio State a favorite. Now, again, I don't know if that's a DraftKings Sportsbook app big board saying, okay, once we do that, the Michigan fans are going to go crazy and throw instant money down on uh, Michigan plus a three, right? So it becomes a, yeah. a way to set the line and get instant money. And Michigan money is big on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. That If you see that right now, a Michigan fan probably would place a bet on it. Right, and that could be part of the strategy too. I would be interested to see what that line would open up as on New Year's Day. You know, if we do get that matchup, if both teams win again, I mean, I will say, like, you know, Michigan did wax them in Columbus. It was twenty-two point win. It really should have been twenty-nine. Uh, they ruled C.J. Stroud down on that on that fumble, which didn't make any sense to me. And Michigan was going to take that to the house, but um, I, I still do think this, like. Even all the talk on Selection Sunday, people were like, oh, Ohio State doesn't deserve to get in. And you know, and maybe they didn't in another year, but at the same time, you saw teams like USC lose and, and Ohio State really 
I thought was you know deserving enough, uh, I guess, with the way that you know everybody was kind of losing, and Alabama was sitting there at six with two losses. Like Ohio State is still a good team; they still played well throughout the entirety of the season. So I think they would absolutely have a chance to beat Georgia and could beat Michigan in the national championship game. But man, seeing what we've seen over the last two seasons, but even just a few weeks ago in Columbus, uh, it would hard it would be hard for me to pick Ohio State in that game. Michigan has the mental edge. Uh, you know, Michigan is the more physical team, and Michigan, despite playing pretty poorly for parts of that first half, was able to really you know beat them up in the second half and win going away. So uh, it is interesting looking at that line, and uh, and then you look at Michigan Georgia. I believe it was what seven and a half or something. Yeah, like seven that. and a half. It was. Uh, yeah. You know, Ohio State's getting a lot of love. I, the opening line, like I said, was I think a little over seven. I saw it dip on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. To Georgia minus six and a half, and I, I again the money going on Ohio State. What has Ohio State showed anybody all season long that says they're ready to play Georgia tight or beat Michigan? Right. I think you're kind of betting on the talent, right? Just the fact that they do have those weapons. And, yeah, but what talent's going to end up wanting to play? They're going to be more worried about their NFL draft stock. Yeah. It's fair. I think uh, I think it's a fair point. I think Georgia is much more ready for this. You know, they've played a tougher schedule. They've won, uh, I think, every game except a couple by double digits. You know, they smashed LSU by twenty in the SEC championship game. Uh, so I do think we'll see Georgia win that game, probably uh, by double digits. But uh, I think it's kind of just that allure of Ohio State. Well, how could we set that line at anything else? Because they got. Stroud and they got Marvin Harrison and all these guys and really the defense was improved uh, all season and then you saw what Michigan did to them but um, I don't know it's just kind of one of those things and if they lose again I think maybe people will start to realize that all right maybe this isn't the same Ohio State that it was under Urban Meyer. Clayton Safey he's not the same Clayton Safey he was when the season began he's matured right he was kind of like you know Ballas was Cade McNamara, he was J.J. Safey, and he found a way to take the starting job midseason and lead the Wolverine.com flag football team to a media championship. It's the J.J. Safey story. We'll have it later uh, here on the Huge Show. Clayton from the Wolverine.com. You can follow uh, everything. Michigan TCU, the college football playoff, uh, University of Michigan basketball, and more. Uh, before I let you go, uh, you can follow all that at the Wolverine uh, dot com. Before I let you go right now, what's your early prediction on TCU Michigan New Year's Eve? First of all, I want to get that in writing. What you just said, you know, I'll, I'll take it. Um, JJ Safey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to go with with something like Michigan thirty four to twenty four. Um, uh, I think that you know Michigan will be able to have success running the ball. That JJ McCarthy will continue to play well, and then the defense will do enough uh, despite TCU having some firepower over there. Clayton, always appreciate the conversation, my man. We'll be following you at thewolverine.com. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, as always. All right, Clayton Savy checking in here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Remember, we're 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. You also can listen to our free stream weekday afternoons at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen anywhere in America where you have mobile service.
To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Thomas stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Drift into winter on a new snowmobile. Saturday, December 3rd, 10th, 17th, and 24th, one player every hour from 6 to 10 p.m. scores $500 in premium play. At 11 p.m., one lucky winner takes home a new Polaris Pro RMK slash snowmobile. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for the Huge Show that airs every weekday afternoon at 3 right here on the Michigan Sports Network. How would you like to win a trip of a lifetime from Soaring Eagle and the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan? Well, you could be in L.A. to watch Michigan in the national championship game if they beat TCU. You need to enter now. If you're 21 and up, text the word CHAMPS, C-H-A-M-P-S, to 21000 for your chance to win. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We did want to bring in Doug Skeen. For the Michigan Football Podcast, five-time Big Ten champion, late 80s, early 90s. He was tough before tough was cool on the O-line. <laughs> Let's talk about Michigan TCU. This this weight, you know, I, I, I could live with like three, four, five days, but now the fact you got to kind of restart uh, the hype machine. We're looking ahead to New Year's Eve, TCU, Michigan, in the desert, you know, it's kind of like last year. Michigan had all that mojo, 
And you could see the weight didn't help that team. I, I get Georgia was prolific on defense. They were loaded. But Michigan did not look like the same team they did uh, to close out 2021. And I do wonder, does the break help TCU more or does it help Michigan? Well, I think last year is different than this year, Bill. You know, last year we, we had finally gotten over that emotional hump of that Ohio State game at home and, and then went and beat Iowa to win the first Big Ten title in many, many, many years. This year's team, you know, hey, we've this year's team, they, they've been there, done that. And so, and then had that very unfortunate experience in that game against Georgia last year. I think this year's break probably helps Michigan certainly more than it did last year with some of the injuries and getting guys back out there as healthy as possible before we go up and, 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 and play TCU. So, you know, breaks at the end of a season to your bowl game are nothing new in college football. Um, and you play on New Year's Day, there's a, there's a long time in between, and you can lose some of your edge. You can lose the routine because you, you're no longer you know, back-to-back-to-back game weeks. I think in, in a lot of situations, depending on the scenario, it, it, a lot of teams fall victim to it. Their minds just start wandering, and guys are looking, peeking over the horizon at the NFL combine and other things, and holidays are around, and family, and their whole routine is kind of shot. But I, I just got a feeling that this year is a little bit different for this Michigan team because of what happened last year. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast. Uh, you can hear weekly at thewolverine.com, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Uh, what, what intrigues you the most about this TCU-Michigan matchup? Well, I certainly want to see how our offensive line can do what it does so well against the Michigan or the, the TCU defensive front. Um, and, and then, you know, that that's always going to be of interest to, to me, Bill. But, you know, this this quarterback of theirs, is um, he reminds me a lot of our own quarterback in some ways. Certainly not afraid to put a shoulder down and run for a first down. And TCU has got a top-grade wide receiver that's going to cause a concern back there. So, And this team, this, T, this TCU team is resilient. I've had a lot of people say, oh, well, TCU hasn't really played anybody. Well, I don't know what you really mean by that, but they've played in some tough situations. They went down to Austin, Texas and beat the Longhorns. They found a way to win on the road at Baylor. And us Michigan fans can say, well, that's not the same as going to Ohio State. There may be some truth to that, but you still have to go in there and win it. So the TCU team is not going to come in here thinking anything less than we got this, we've been there, and we've done that. We know how to figure out a way to win. So it's always an interesting matchup when you get into these games after these big long breaks, but I always look for the same thing. And it's always a first quarter indicator for me. How are we doing blocking their defensive front in the first two possessions? And then how is our defensive line doing against their quarterback? The guy who's, you know, back in there and get trying to get comfortable throwing the football. You can always get a feel for things, certainly by the third possession for each team. So it'll be interesting. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman at Michigan, co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast. You can hear weekly at thewolverine.com, joining us on the Meyer Guest Sign. So they're a nine-and-a-half-point favorite, they be in Michigan, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. Uh, I expect them to beat TCU. And then the question is, you have Georgia, not the same defensive Georgia team, maybe even a little bit better offensively, 
than a year ago. And then there's Ohio State, where there seems to be absolutely no excitement from any fan or anybody connected to Ohio State that they're in the Final Four. Yeah, my Buckeye friends are uh, feel like they're sort of limping into this situation, and and the way that season ended, I think I think you know you look at the way the way last year's you know game went with Michigan Ohio State, and a lot of those folks thought it was a fluke. I think a lot of those players thought it was a fluke, and, and this year's different. Obviously, really we, we we really ripped the soul out of Ohio State down there in Columbus a few weeks ago, and so well, I tell you what, though, Bill, they'd better get ready to play because uh, this Georgia team will run them right off the field real fast if they're not ready to go. And I think that's probably what's going to happen. I I just think Georgia is certainly going to present the same problems to Ohio State than we did at Columbus a few weeks ago. And, and in some scenarios, even more of a test. They've got an outstanding young tight end there. They're, they're sophomore tight end. So there's all kinds of problems. And, and I'm curious to see how Stroud does against that pass rush. Stroud seems to be a guy that maybe he doesn't have the, uh, he maybe doesn't have a real focus in there when the bullets start flying for real. I don't know that he does real well under pressure. Um, try to tries to take on a little bit too much at times. I think George is going to probably have their way with the Buckeyes. And I tell you what, if they're not ready to come in there and play, and play really well, that game could get as ugly as our game was against them last year. So hopefully that, uh, you know, getting another shot at Georgia here in this title game, certainly going to get past TCU, which I think presents its own challenges for sure. I think a lot of people think, oh, we're just going to roll past TCU. I don't think so. I think that's going to be a tight, difficult game. Obviously, you know, there's four teams right here for a good reason. Three of the four for sure. The fourth being Ohio State feels like they kind of backed in because of that last weekend that happened in college football that allowed them to get back in. But um, it's going to be fascinating. Michigan and Georgia remind me a lot of each other and what they do on the field, physically how they try to maul you and just impose their will upon you. And then you got the TCU and the Buckeyes that uh, like to have the the ball flying around a little bit more and feature their outstanding players on the edge. It'll be interesting to see how it turns out, Bill, but I got a feeling it's going to be Georgia and Michigan again. Yeah, and that, that's my final question to you, Doug, that if it is Georgia-Michigan again, and we talked about last year when Georgia just had that monster defense, they also were irritated about getting beat uh, by Alabama in the SEC championship game. Uh, you knew they wanted Alabama again. They looked like uh, a feeding frenzy from the first snap. But what about this year's matchup? If we fast forward to Monday, January 9th, and it's Georgia and Michigan at SoFi in Los Angeles for the College Football National Championship, what do you think of that potential matchup? Well, that'll be fascinating. I think emotionally the juice will be with us this time around because of what happened a year ago. And that redemption factor plays big when you're a young man and you've been embarrassed the way Michigan was a year ago. I would look for a different game plan out of Michigan a little bit. And what I mean by that is getting rid of the football fast, finding ways to get the ball out of the backfield, either in Donovan's hands or out quicker to tight ends in the wide receiver group. You don't want to give a defense momentum. You want to let your offensive line settle in. And, and looking back to last year's game, it was the opposite. A lot of our guys were struggling to keep the pressure off of our quarterback. 
getting the ball out in some space. We were just struggling right out of the gates because of that. Obviously, that Georgia defense was off the charts good. And so I think Michigan will change its game plan to allow this team to get going, get a little momentum, get some first downs, and get a little comfortable so that we don't have that shell-shocked feeling in that big moment that we had a year ago. I think we'll obviously match up better than we did a year ago. Georgia's outstanding football team for sure this year, but last year was one of those teams where you just look at it and you go, how do they even assemble this group? It reminded me a long, long time ago when we played the undefeated Washington Huskies, and I think half of their defense went out of the NFL. I'd never seen a team like that. I'd never played against a team like that. And they were just so good, you kind of just spin your head around. So I think Michigan going to be ready for this matchup, but obviously we got to get through TCU first. That presents its own problems. And then we'll just see what happens. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast. You can hear weekly at thewolverine.com. Joining us on the Meyer guest line, Doug. Appreciate the time. Have a great night. Hey, you too. Thanks for having me, Bill. Yeah, back at you, Doug Skeen. Good man. Uh, on and off the show. Big. Bad. Huge.